Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One and you all know. Heavenly Father, we give you praise. We give you honor for the reading of your word. We thank you that, Lord, your name is as ointment put forth. Thank you, Jesus, that even now as we're sharing your word, thank you that your anointing is touching each and everyone. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Today we are talking about the anointing. The anointing, we know that it is an anointing that breaks yokes. The anointing, we know that it's an anointing that needs to be fresh. The anointing, we know that it's an anointing that teaches us. We know that an anointing is an anointing that can increase. If we can look at the word anointing from the Hebrew origin, it's masha. Masha means to pour or to rub or to smear. So now if we look and we remember with the Old Testament, usually vessels will be smeared with oil as being consecrated, as being separated for a certain duty. Even like priests and prophets, when they were ordained, they needed like to be anointed. So that showed us that uh, it was a symbol of an anointing. But now with the New Testament, when we receive Christ as our personal Savior, the Holy Spirit now comes and dwells in us. And as the Holy Spirit dwells in us, it is that Holy Spirit that comes with an anointing and brings an anointing. So now everyone who has accepted Christ is an anointed one. But now you will ask me that what's the difference because there are people whom we will just say this uh, lady or this man is so anointed. What do we mean? Because we are all anointed. I guess it's about the measure because the anointing increases. The anointing depending on the relationship, on the connection that you have with the Holy Spirit. Now the anointing increases. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke that um, Jesus grew in spirit, stature, and wisdom. Now growing in spirit, it's that growing in the anointing. So now we also need to grow in our anointing. The Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit resides within us and as we have that a relationship now we end up like our relationship being taken to another level like from one dimension to another from faith to faith from strength to strength from glory to glory so the anointing increases depending on our relationship the connection that we have with the holy spirit that resides in us because the holy spirit is a person and the Holy Spirit like it can be grieved. So if the Holy Spirit has found rest, if the Holy Spirit has found the home where it's suitable, the connection is good. Now there will be that increase in the anointing. So now it will be easier for a, a Christian 
like to perform like spiritual uh, gifts and even not just only spiritual gifts because we read like in first john 2 27 that the holy spirit the anointing teaches us everything so everything means everything so in your sphere in your workplace wherever you are working the anointing will teach you the things that you don't know the anointing will teach you it's not only about like the spiritual matters because we should know that the holy spirit it's not just like him there as a half spirit or as a quarter spirit the holy spirit is there in full and being in full so he knows everything he knows the future he knows any aspect that you are thinking of he knows any material that you are holding he knows that material even inside he sees inside of that material a person he sees inside of a person so now that's why we can trust this holy spirit because there is no anointing without the holy spirit the holy spirit is the one that brings the anointing that's why we have read that but you have an anointing from the holy one so the anointing comes from the holy spirit so for our sake like to nature the anointing is to nature the holy spirit we should embrace the holy spirit embrace the workings of the holy spirit embrace his presence appreciate his presence in your life because if also you are a person and now you have a, a friend or maybe like you have a partner that partner will appreciate that you should talk to him or her that friend needs that communication so even ourselves we have what a friend we have in Jesus so now the friend in Jesus now is in the form of the holy spirit so this friend that stick it closer than a brother needs the communication needs nurturing because he has feelings he has the will so now it will depend on a connection it will depend on how you react with the holy spirit so that we can talk now of the anointing the increase in the anointing um uh, the anointing we know that it can also like a uh, being imparted it can also come true visitation we have seen in the old uh, testament where we find that maybe like a, a one prophet will impart to the junior prophets and then now so that it's sort of a relay so that the anointing can go on for the glory of Christ so impartation is there but you know there are things that are happening now uh, where like uh, impartation is being bought with like a, a money i'm not like against like giving i'm not a against a blessing a the other men of god but now this this way like it's just so direct that i've come to buy 
the impartation. I have come to pay so that you pray for the impartation so that the anointing can fall on me like that. So what like we should understand is that God is the God of order. God doesn't just like a pour an anointing without preparation. So he needs you as a vessel to be prepared. So impartation is real, is there, but it will take that also there's a part on yourself that has been done. The serving that has been done. Like there is now like you are Jew for another dimension. You are Jew for God to lift you up and then the impartation will work. So, but if it's just like an impartation when I just wake up in the morning and just decide now I want to be an anointed woman of God and I'm just looking, oh, who is the uh, now a big gun? Let me just go to that uh, man of God so that they can just impart on me. God doesn't work like that. It will be just a prayer, but impartation won't happen because remember, God also has to affirm. God also has to put a stamp, has to, has to ordain that dimension. Because now it means you are moving a standard now above. So now, have you passed the test for you to get to another dimension? So that's why we should understand that impartation Shall most of the time it will happen if you are serving. You are serving maybe under a maybe a pastor, and now yeah, pastor like he's seen a that God, he hand of God is upon you, and now like ordains you and anoints you like for a, another dimension or a release or whatever like is needed. So, but also sometimes it happens depending like on the relationship, you find that uh, it's time, the season has finished in that area, but like there is no release. So it's when that God maybe will send like a other man of God who will now come and ordain you, who will come now and like uh, impart unto you or even the visitation like a physical visitation can happen like a divine a uh, visitation can happen while like you are in your secret place or while you're still praying and god will deposit something and you will know that now you have moved a step ahead i remember the other time like um while I was still working, but now I was like, uh, I took just a day uh, leave and then I just decided that day that I'm, I'm going to take a fast and just be praying. While I was praying, then there came like a, a ball, but this ball was like a, a light. It was like a sun, but not so big as a sun. It can be like a hand size. And then, like, it came, actually, I was even scared when it came because I could see it coming, like, uh, uh, 
towards me now i was surprised what's happening and then i was raising my hands i was kneeling down next to my bed and raising my hands and then for some reason it hit the left hand most of the time people will love when things are happening on the right hand because the right hand it's believed that it's the hand of authority but that light came and hit um, my my right hand when it hit my right hand and then after that I it's like I lost myself my son by then I think was around three or four years or so so it's like I was like myself I was out but my son like after sometimes said mommy all this time you were uh, praying in Sipedi. Sipedi it's another vernacular language that we use but it's not the language that he knows so for him it was a strange language so in other words maybe it meant that i was praying in tongues but i was a bit out when i woke up just i just woke up uh, finding myself on the floor but after that i realized that a uh, god like uh, took me like a a dimension like a uh, above because i could notice like the signs and and wonders like that that i've taken another a uh, dimension so what i'm saying i'm saying the anointing can come by visitation and anointing can come also by a uh, impartation and after that the hand that was hit by the the left hand my left hand like now and again i will see like an oil coming uh, it's not like specific to say it comes when i do this sometimes i'm just like maybe chatting with friends and now i'll just see oil but i will also not know what does it mean but uh i don't think if he knows what it means then that's that's enough it's not up to me to search that far to see why is the oil appearing but like it will appear according to his will i even remember when it started happening now my mom was still alive I, for me it was still strange like it wasn't something that i'm used to i went to my mom i told my mom that i realized my hand like will come will become like a oily without me putting any oil and then my mom said mm -mm, that one you don't tell anyone that one remains between me and you i say why mommy but this happened when i was praying and like it was like the power of god that hit me and then my mom said mm -mm, they will think that you are a false one and i don't want them to think that you are a false one so for some time i never told anyone about the oil but uh, now that i've understood the things of god ah uh, i'm beyond the things of being criticized i know who i am in christ and i stand unshakable unmovable uh, where god has placed me not by might nor by power but by his spirit so but now i was just talking about the anointing that it comes by visitation can come by impartation so but there are also things that can increase like the anointing so we know that a like anointing will always go with love anointing cannot flow where there's no love if we 
read the Bible. Isn't it now Jesus when he was like a commissioned like that? The Bible tells us that the spirit of the Lord was upon Jesus, a like upon him, anointed him so that he can preach the gospel, so that he can set the captives free, so that like the ones who are bound can be released. So now we see when Jesus was healing people, we will read, the Bible will say he had compassion on them and healed them. So the anointing was flowing because of compassion. It wasn't flowing because of the demonstration of see how powerful am I, how like I perform these miracles, how I heal these people, how I chased like out the demons, but the aim was compassion. Like the source was love to say, I can be happy to see these people be free. I can be happy to see this blind eye being open. I can be glad if this deaf ear can hear. I can be glad if this dumb mouth can talk. I can be happy if I see this woman who's sitting on the wheelchair being able to be up and be able also to take care of her children. That love, that compassion, it's where the anointing can flow and it's where the anointing now will empower the believer so that the believer now the power that we have been given can be in manifestation so that the demonstration of the power can be seen, healings, deliverance, signs and wonders can be seen because of the anointing. And anointing will need us also to be humble. Because now, if now, let's say you are now so anointed in such a way that when you are just going around without even touching people in the marketplace, people are just falling left and right around you. If that doesn't find you in a right place, it can make you cocky. You can be prideful, think that you are the person, think that you are better than anyone else. And now... You find that now, again, you are destroying that relationship that I was talking about, that good connection that I was talking about, because the Holy Spirit resides within you. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. The Holy Spirit has a will. So now it's good that every time you do God's will so that there could be pleasure so that there could be joy say so that there could be like good relationship that good synergistic um, relationship we will need also to be obedient listen when the holy spirit talks to you listen when you see now a blind person and the Holy Spirit says, pray for this person. You don't look first at who is here, who will see when this person is not, uh, the eyes are not open. You just listen. What the Holy Spirit tells you to do, you do. Because your duty is to do. The Holy Spirit will direct you, you do. The anointing 
is the one that will break the yoke. So it's not about you. It's only when you make it to be about you that it's you who opens the eyes that you will have a problem. But if you know that it's not about you, then you wouldn't like have hesitation of touching each and everyone. Cancer you touch because of your head that this is the will. That's what God has called you to do. So now... Obedience. I remember Abraham. I always like when I read, when I hear the Bible that says when Abraham was supposed to give the son Isaac, he rose up early in the morning. That's so touching. He rose up early in the morning. You know, when you are going for an interesting journey, it's easy to rise up early in the morning. But if you are going to give your only begotten son, but to rise up early in the morning because you know that who has sent you, you are rising up because in obedience of knowing who has sent you, then that's where the anointing will be able to flow when we are obedient. Obedience is always better than sacrifice. And now we will also need to learn to honor. Honor brings the anointing. Honoring, it has a promise. Honoring the authorities, honoring wherever you are, honoring the ones who are equal to you, honoring the ones who are even younger to you, honoring anyone around you. In that there is a reward. Then anointing also just like a muscle. A muscle grows as you exercise it. So anointing, because now we have said that you are anointed for a specific journey. You are not just anointed you, there is something that God has anointed you to do. That's why Jesus was anointed to set the captives free, to preach the gospel. So now in whatever you are doing, you need to exercise it. You need to minister. Because now when maybe I say minister, you think that maybe I say you must preach or maybe you must sing. But I mean deeper than that in your sphere, wherever you are. Because the Bible has just told us in First. John 2 verse 27 that the anointing teaches us everything. So everything is everything. Everything is not only limited in church. Everything is not only limited in spiritual things. So everything is everything. If the Holy Spirit can teach you everything, so it means you can, the anointing can work in every sphere. You can invite the Holy Spirit in whatever you are doing so that the anointing may flow, may make things easier. If now the door is so hard to open, every time we say bring the oil because the oil will make things like easier. The door, if we have put now the oil, now the door will open much easier because there's an oil. So in whatever we're doing, if we can invite, learn to invite the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit teach us the Holy Spirit will teach you I remember the other time 
Like the Holy Spirit told me that I must open a business. In my heart at that point, I said, what business? I'm not a business person. Yes, I love being a doctor and that's it. But being a business person, that's far. Like in my imagination, I cannot even think what business should I open. I remember I was asking around, asking people asking friends what business can I open no one had even given me a clue until one day I had the Holy Spirit tells me that you must ask me and I asked him and he told me what business should I open so now it's important to depend on the Holy Spirit the more we exercise this muscle the more the muscle gets strong, the more the relationship grows. So now with the whole, with the anointing, the factors that I want to see is that we should remember that anointing needs to be fresh. Psalms 92 verse 10 tells us that it needs to be fresh. Can you imagine the oil that is stale? It always smells and also there are always flies around it. So that's why in the book of Psalms we are being encouraged that the oil needs to be fresh. So we need to be in the weight. We need to hunger for the weight. We need to pray because where there's hunger, now we will be fulfilled. There is anointing in reading your weight. There is anointing in just meditating on the word. I remember the other time God was like encouraging me like to read. He showed me the Bible and the page of the Bible was smeared with oil showing me that there is anointing in reading the Bible and showed me the teaspoon that I should take it little by little, understand it because there is an anointing there. As you are reading there, there is something that is being smeared on you. There is something that is rubbing on you. It's not just like a reading a newspaper or reading any other magazine, but the Bible is active and alive. So sometimes we forget it because it's a book. Sometimes we just, it's a book like that, but we forget that this one is the book that has been breathed on. The breath of God is in those words. So it's active and alive. And also we should remember that the anointing always breaks yokes. So the more is our anointing, the more yokes will be broken. Yokes of uh, addictions, yokes uh, of bondages, generational cases, uh, yokes of ancestral bondage, yokes of witchcraft, they are being broken when the anointing comes because the anointing breaks the yokes. Primitively, we will remember that like a, the ox, like the oxen will be put under like a pressure of a yoke. They will be under the yoke and the necks will be like tied with braces. And now they will be like equally yoked like that, working, sometimes grinding a grape, sometimes grinding wood, sometimes pulling a cart. But now... Like the only way that that animal could be out of the yoke was when the animal can feed itself in such a way that the neck is so fat, it's so big, it's full of fat that the fat breaks the yoke. And then it's only then that 
the animal can be free. Even ourselves, we need in the spirit like to be rich, to grow, to be fed in such a way that every yoke can break because of the anointing. So every disease, every cancer, every AIDS, when it comes, it finds that it's slippery, it's too oily, it cannot stand. When it comes to sit, it just slippers because the oil is so much in such a way that nothing that is not of God can stand. So, but that will take that the anointing should be increased. So that's why today I have come to say that we need the anointing because the anointing breaks yokes and the anointing makes a difference. We thank the Lord for his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Please tune in again, same time, same place. Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom. Shalom.